Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to episode number two of the CVU School Counselor Podcast. Today, Susie and I are quite excited to bring to you uh, an interview that we've done with Brandon Kennedy. Brandon Kennedy used to be uh, the CVU representative um, to Castleton University, and he has moved on to a job that he'll be describing with the Vermont State Colleges. So really quickly, the show links today will have a link to the Vermont State Colleges and the new consortium there. Uh, of course, a link to the common application because you can't apply to any of the Vermont State Colleges without completing the common application. As well as a link to My Future VT, which Brandon will likely mention and will certainly be featured in an upcoming podcast. On a personal note, as a Castleton grad, my professors were amazing. They knew who I was, they believed in me, they never let me hide, and were right there behind me the whole time encouraging me to pursue my passion all the way to publishing my research in a major international journal on criminal justice. That small, tight-knit community that is the Vermont State College system is exactly what I needed to help me find success. Susie, I'm curious, what are your thoughts? What were your experiences? One of the things I really appreciate in working with the Vermont State University system in the past, how many years have I been working, Russ, in education? As many as me, <laughs> lots. Um, is that, that, you know, the user-friendly um, opportunities for Vermonters, um, families and students in working with um, the system. And, you know, the, the transferable classes, the financial incentives, um, the close to home, and, um, you know, endless opportunities for Vermonters to engage um, in, in one school or multiple schools um, across the state. One of the things I really appreciated about my opportunity to go to a state university was that um, the student body that I was with really took nothing for granted and took advantage of all of the multitude of opportunities that are available at universities around um, co-curriculars, access to professors, research opportunities, um, all kinds of things, um, you know, and students were really driven to take advantage of everything. And Susie, one of the things that I heard, and I, I'm hearing you say the same thing, is that that your professors really get to know you. You don't you don't get a chance to hide at the state colleges. They get to know you. They bring opportunities to you. So it really is. Uh, they really do provide some great opportunities for students who choose those options. As we said earlier, we're here with Brandon Kennedy, uh, who's here to talk to us about his new role within the Vermont State College system how the system will work for all students, what majors, athletics, clubs, et cetera, you can pursue within the system, how you can apply now that everybody is one big happy family. So Brandon, I have to ask, as a Castleton alumni, why the realignment? Well, that is a really great question to start with, Russ. Um, I appreciate you having me on. Um, it's you know, it's an exciting time for higher education in the state of Vermont. Um, it's a very busy time. There's a lot of changes and a lot of um, transforming over the past few years. You know, I think to to answer your question, it's a it's a long story, and I'll try to be as um, short winded with it as I can. But um, I think it's important for your for your students to understand the background. So um, the Vermont State Colleges was founded. I believe in the 1960s. Um, and it was a way for the state of Vermont to provide high quality 
public education to our Vermont students. And through its existence, we have included uh, Castleton University, uh, Northern Vermont University, which also was Johnson State College and Linden State College. Um, we had Vermont Technical College and the Community College of Vermont. And that is the way that the Vermont State Colleges has been historically structured. And um, over the course of our existence and, um, you know, we've gone through a lot of changes, um, you know, specifically the demographics in the state of Vermont has changed. Um, you know, Vermont is becoming an aging population. We have less and less um, Vermont students um, that are here. And um, so in an effort to make sure that we as an institution or as an organization um, are able to be sustainable for many, many years to come, we've had to go through some restructure. Um, that initial restructure happened uh, a little while ago when uh, Johnson State College and Linden State College initially became Northern Vermont University. And that was an effort to make sure that there was going to continuously be high quality education in the northern part of the state of Vermont. Um, and we wanted to make sure that by pooling our resources, we were able to be sustainable. So that was uh, that took place back in 2016, if I'm remembering correctly. And then, well, the quite frankly, the pandemic happened, <laughs> right? And so um, the pandemic really exacerbated some of our challenges. Um, and to be fiscally responsible, to be sustainable, our um, chancellor's office and the board of trustees that oversee the Vermont State Colleges um, started doing a lot of research and research on how to make sure that we could continue to provide high quality education for students for generations to come. And that led us to the suggestion of forming one single university um, under with one president with one leadership structure, um, a singular core curriculum. Um, and by that, I mean, you know, very similar gen ed requirements, um, but having five different campus locations. So starting on July 1st, 2023, um, Castleton University, Northern Vermont University and Vermont Technical College are all combining together to be make this um, really great institution, Vermont State University. Um, what I like about Vermont State University and our model is that we are still here to provide high quality, affordable and accessible education to Vermonters. That's our that's our mission and that's what we want to do. And I think with this model, we will be able to do that um, for generations to come. Um, and so, yeah, I think that kind of gets to your your question of why the why the realignment and, um, you know, ultimately it's to make sure that we're going to be sustainable for students for the future. So Brandon, when you talk about um, Vermont State University and the different sites, will it be that different sites have different majors? So depending on what you want to study, you will go to a certain site. How will that work? Yes, yeah, Susie, that's a really great question. And yes, exactly. So, um, you know, what's really cool about Vermont State University is that, um, you know, and the leadership of Vermont State University recognizes that each of the individual campus locations um, has a lot to offer and a lot of uniqueness to offer. And we kind of like to celebrate that uniqueness because, you know, Castleton is a very different campus than Randolph and also, you know, than Johnson and Linden and Williston. So, um, you know, we have five residential campuses available for students within Vermont State University. We have um, 
Castleton University, or we have the Castleton campus, we have the Randolph campus, the Williston campus, and the Johnson and Linden campuses. And all of those campuses will have uniqueness to them. Um, you know, just to kind of give you a, a, a little flavor there, the Castleton campus is the oldest campus in the state of Vermont. We were founded back in 1787. So, you know, that is a little history for you as well. We've, we've been around for some time. Um, I know you have a couple of Castleton alum here on this, on this podcast, um, which is great. And, um, so, you know, our campus is very well known for, um, you know, it's robust academic experience in the liberal arts, uh, you know, and what we mean by that is that, you know, students have a wide variety of different core programs that they can study. Um, but we do have some specialization as well. Um, you know, Castleton has the four year bachelors of science in nursing, um, which is a RN program that's for students that are thinking, you know what, I know I want to be a registered nurse and they want to take that traditional four year route to go. And so if that's what you'd like to study, that's the campus that you'll go to. Um, if you're interested in nursing, but maybe you're interested in um, in the degree and in the curriculum of practical nursing and practical nursing is a little bit different. Um, that's an associate's degree program that is available at the Randolph and Williston campus locations. Um, that's a that's a program that's really streamlined. It's for students that absolutely know 100%, I want to be a nurse and I want to get into the field as quickly as I possibly can. And then I'm going to probably round out my bachelor's degree, you know, in a couple, after a couple years of working. Um, and so if you're interested in that type of nursing, you're going to go to the Randolph or the Williston campuses. Um, and we also have satellite sites as well for that, for that program. But for most traditional students, you're either going to go to um, you're going to go to the Randolph campus if you're interested in practical nursing. Um, you know, and so and I, have then, a, no, oh, I have a logistical question about that. What if you want to play football and be a practical nurse? Ooh, that's a, that's a really great question. And a question that we don't exactly have the answer to just yet. Um, you know, with Vermont State University, there is a lot of changes taking place. Uh, a lot is staying the same, but a lot is changing. And with that, um, with those changes, it mean more opportunities for students to kind of get what they want and pick what they want of their education. Um, now, the main goal of all of this is to take place on July 1st. But, uh, you know, what I've been telling everyone is it's not like a, a the stroke of midnight, a lightning bolt is going to come crashing down on all five campuses and we're going to all be completely different. Um, you know, some of these changes and transformation are going to be step by step process. Um, and the idea of, you know, could I play football at the Castleton campus and be a practical nursing student, you know, in theory, possibly. Logistically, when we think about the, you know, practical nursing is a tough one because that program, you know, it jumps you right into clinical experience your first year. And then you sit for your NCLEX and then you can be a licensed practical nurse and then you finish out your associate's degree. So like, you're cramming a lot of information into a very short time. So even realistically, if you were to study practical nursing, even on the Castleton campus, you might not be able to play football um, because that program is so streamlined. But, you know, we've had a lot of students that are thinking, hey, I, I'm interested in engineering, but I want to wrestle or I want to play ice hockey. Um, you know, we've thought about about those options as well. And like, is there the opportunity for students to do that? Um, and so we're kind of, nothing is off the table as far as like 
no way we could never do that. Um, you know, we're exploring and asking these questions of ourselves and, um, you know, trying to be able to provide as, um, unique of experiences for students, but actually, you know, Susie, that's a good point that you make too, because, um, one of the really cool things about Vermont State University is that, so yes, to answer your original question, are there going to be programs that are exclusively offered at some of the campuses? Yes, there are. Um, but there's also going to be programs that are offered at maybe a couple of campus locations. You know, for example, our psychology department. We have psychology programs on our Castleton campus, our Linden campus, and our Johnson campuses. Um, and what's exciting about Vermont State University is that the curriculum are going to start to align, even though, you know, when we were all separate institutions, the curriculums were different. Um, you know, it was, it was just by the nature because we were separate schools. But now that we're one school, there's no reason why a student couldn't, you know, start at the Castleton campus studying psychology and then decide, you know what, maybe I tried out for the soccer team at Castleton and I didn't make the team, but I want to play soccer in college. That's my main goal. So they try out for the soccer team at the Johnson campus or the Linden campus, and they make one of those teams. So they could easily switch their home campus location to one of those campuses so that they can play soccer. Um, you know, that that's an exciting opportunity. The other part that goes along with these types of programs that are offered at select multiple sites is um, a new program that we're piloting called In-Person Plus. And In-Person Plus is kind of an exciting online hybrid um, course that's offered. You know, the course, for example, could be a senior level psychology class where, you know, let's say at the Castleton campus, we have 10 psych majors that are going to be graduating with um, our general psychology degree. And at the Johnson campus, there's 10 psych majors. And at the Linden campus, there's 10 psych majors. Now, all of these psych majors that are graduating might not be taking that senior thesis psychology course at the same exact time on that on any one of those given campuses just because of scheduling. Um, and so what we're piloting is in-person plus classes where um, you might have a professor who's teaching at Castleton. You know, maybe they live in the Rutland region or they live around here and they full-time teach at Castleton. And maybe they have five students that are actually sitting in a classroom with them at Castleton and they're having that conversation. But then they also have maybe five students that are sitting in a classroom space in Johnson, Vermont, at the Johnson campus. And, they're re and those students that are in Johnson are remote um, taking that class at, that is taught by the Castleton professor. What's exciting about in-person plus, um, and that's different than like online, is that you're actually going to a classroom space if you want to. So you're interacting with, you know, four other peers or maybe five other peers, depending on how many students are, are taking that class from your home campus. You're actually like having conversation with them, maybe doing group work with them. Um, you're being taught by the professor live. So it's not recordings. It's not like, here's the syllabus, digest the material. It's actually, let's have conversation, let's have dialogue. And what we like about it is it allows for us to run these courses that are historically smaller classes because there's less students in them. Um, and rather than having to cancel a class because it's under enrolled or there's not students offered or there's not enough students to offer the class, we'll be able to do a little bit of hybriding. Um, and what's cool for students is that gives them the flexibility to choose, you know, do I want to take this class in person, in traditional in person, or do I want to take a class 
in that in-person plus format. Um, and so that's that's the second option for Vermont State University students with certain degrees. Um, and then the third option is programs that are offered at all of the campuses locate all the campus locations. That would be like, for example, business. If a student is interested in studying business, business is optimized to be delivered at all of our campus locations. So a student can study at Castleton, they can study at Linden, Johnson, Randolph, Williston. And if they study business, business is the same across Vermont State University. So they can start at one campus and then complete at another campus. Or if a student is interested in, let's say, playing football, but they want to live at Johnson, they could potentially do us do their fall semester playing football at Castleton and then go to Johnson at the spring semester if housing allows. Um, you know, another. Uh, that's, a, that's a long winded way to say maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it is a long-winded way to say it. <laughs> you know, um, it's it's funny. I think we we scheduled like what the twenty-five minutes or so for this um, for this uh, podcast, but we're gonna need like days, <laughs> days to do it because there is so much and there's so much detail, and that's why um, you know we'll take, was, we'll take we'll take an hour and and if and if need be just break it up into into couple parts because you know there who likes a, yeah. who who doesn't like listening to their CVU school counselors on a podcast like on a saturday they can't get enough of us I, during the week they got to get us on the weekends too i can't wait to see us trending on itunes this is this is wild um, <laughs> that's what's going to that's exactly what's going to happen is the CVU school counselors will trend on itunes right alongside Kelsey Ballerini and the yeah. killers that's right. Yeah. As long as we're up there, that's great. No, but it, you know, and that really brings up a good point too, Russ, that you like, that was a really long winded answer. Right. And like, uh, the challenging thing for Vermont state university right now is there's so much new that we're trying to get out there and we're trying to really make sure that students and families and school counselors and everyone that we work with on a daily basis, understand what's going on. Cause we're all really excited about it, but you know, this has all been, you know, almost two years in the works. And we're, what needs to take place is like little bite-sized pieces of it, right? Like understanding, hey, as a student, I'm a senior in high school. I'm getting ready to graduate. I know I want to stay in Vermont. I know I'm going to apply to Vermont State University, but I have no idea what campus to go to. I have no idea how to navigate. And so like bite-sized pieces, you know, calling different admission offices, going and visiting campuses, um, you know, that's going to be super helpful. Um, but also to get back to the, <laughs> the, the idea of, could you play football and be an engineering student? So what we're also piloting and, and we're looking He's at the consummate professional yeah. always comes back, always coming back. Well, it's, this is what I'm really excited for when it, it truly, when it comes to Vermont state is the idea of, you know, kind of breaking down the boundaries of traditional learning. Right. Yeah, you know, I love, I love that. You know, what I'm hearing and what you're saying is I'm hearing the I'm hearing flexibility that you are providing flexibility for all learners, for different locations, for people at different points in their life, um, you know, for for a wide range of Vermonters, which I think is is really important and very accessible. And that's what it's all about. Right. Is providing, you know, accessible education and Vermont State. And that's what makes me really, really excited about Vermont State University is the fact that you know, we as an organization are not thinking about 
education in the restrictions of the the quote unquote like four walls of education, right? Um, you know, I think you know I've worked in in higher ed for gosh, this is my ninth recruitment year that I've worked in in admissions and education is supposed to evolve. Like we, we shouldn't be teaching. We're not teaching students the same way we taught students 25 years ago and college shouldn't be teaching students the same way either. So I think being able to evolve and being able to be innovative is, is critical to our, um, you know, existence and in, in providing high quality education, um, you know, being flexible, we're talking about also offering accelerated courses, accelerated lab courses where, you know, maybe you have a student who's interested in being a varsity athlete on one campus, but wants to study engineering. And so, you know, they do a bulk of their coursework at their home campus where they're able to play sports or be a part of the theater arts programming. And, and then when they get into their upper level senior, you know, engineering courses, maybe they're doing accelerated lab coursework where they're spending two to three week residential experiences of like nothing but eat, sleep, breathe engineering labs and like doing that work for three weeks straight while they're living on that resident on that campus. So nothing is really off the table when it comes to course delivery and when it comes to, um, you know, opportunities. But as of right now, kind of baby step wise, we have three main main ways of delivery, traditional exclusive programs that are offered at the one campus campus are programs that are offered at multiple campuses with in-person plus offerings and then programs that are offered everywhere. Um, and then we also, my goodness, have another option, which is completely online. Um, and that's something that I'm excited for too. More students have asked us about than ever before is, you know, can we have, can I do my degree completely online? And what's exciting about Vermont State University is that now I can say, yes, there are going to be degrees that are completely 100% online, which means that you can work full time, you can go to school full time, you can balance your life. Um, and it really applies to all types of students and all types of learners. So lots of lots of things to digest there. <laughs> is that is that model going to be similar to the one that you see everybody sees advertised uh, for Southern New Hampshire University? Like, I talk about Southern New Hampshire University and their physical plant and their online programming. And, you know, their physical plant has some amazing amenities because you've got an, a, a tremendous source of income from the online programming and it's got to go somewhere because they're not for profit. Right. Is it is it going to follow kind of a similar model where, you know, everything can be provided online, but then the, a bit of the revenue goes back to improving the physical plants at some of these various locations? You know, I'm not sure exactly how, you know, the revenue stream will, will work. That's, that's above my pay grade, <laughs> but, um, you know, I know, so historically to, so you have some context as to why we're going to continue to have online is, um, NVU has had an online division that actually is very similar to SNHU's online, um, where they, and actually some of their programs, they, they teach in conjunction with SNHU. Um, and so, Vermont State University is going to really kind of have three, three columns, I would say, when it comes to academic offerings. We're going to have your traditional kind of brick and mortar academic experience where you'll pick from one of our five main residential campuses. You can do sports, you can do clubs. It, it's likely to attract the traditional high school student that's just graduated high school and is ready to go on to college. Um, 
the other column or division that we'll have is our online division. And that'll be um, Vermont State University online. That'll be a where kind of like what you're saying, where there's a cohort of students that maybe never step foot on our brick and mortar campuses. They're completely earning their degree. They're using all of um, their academic resources are online. Everything is completely online for them. Um, and that's a viable option for students. And then the third tier or third column of Vermont State University is going to be workforce development. Um, you know, I think it's no secret that the state of Vermont is really investing time, resource and energy in workforce development. We want, you know, Vermonters to continue their education beyond their secondary education. So beyond high school, we want them to, we want Vermonters to continue their education because what it shows is that uh, folks who continue their education, whether it be a certificate program, whether it be an apprenticeship, whether it be a couple of college courses or just general courses, um, you know, those people tend to that earn some sort of credential, tend to earn significantly more money and are able and are able to support, you know, our local economies more. And so part of Vermont State University is figuring out how we can um, elevate certificate programs, how we can get certificates into the hands of people who of maybe working professionals who want to continue to learn. Um, you know, we think about the trades a lot when we think about workforce development, you know, plumbers, electricians, contractors, you know, those folks that maybe don't need a four-year degree, but need some sort of credentialing. Those jobs are in huge demand with high paying salaries. And so Vermont State University is, you know, looking at how we can what we've been doing historically as separate institutions, how we can bring those together and how we can elevate those. Um, and so that's, you know, that's part of the the thought process behind it. But yeah, the, those online programs are, we're looking at ways to, to really um, utilize those and make sure that they are um, excellent resources for students. So one of the things that, that you just said that is kind of on the, our, our show notes of things that some of the CBU counselors wanted wanted us to ask is specifically about the integration of VTC and, and its tech programs within the Vermont State College system. Can you expand a little bit more on that for us or? Yeah, absolutely. So um, VTC, Vermont Technical College, is, is, um, is a very different institution than Castleton University and Northern Vermont University, right? Um, historically, Vermont Tech has been very career-oriented programs. It's programs that oftentimes are associate degrees and then feed into bachelor's degrees. And, or, you know, when they first started, they were a lot of um, associate degree programs. Uh, but then over the course of their existence, and as with most trade and most industry now, you know, a bachelor's degree is really the most relevant way um, to be successful in employment when you're seeking employment in industry. So, um, what they've done over the past few years is really expanded their bachelor's offerings and expanded those offerings. And so what we are doing with, um, you know, Vermont State University is looking at how we can preserve those technical programs and how we can make sure that those are still really viable options. Um, you know, what we're, what I'm excited for, for Vermont Tech student or students that have, that are maybe gravitating towards Vermont Tech um, is you know, they're not just going to be just doing, um, you know, technical education necessarily anymore. You know, they'll have more offerings where they can actually take, you know, if you have a student who is um, interested in 
you know, art, maybe studio art, but also wants to study architecture, they could maybe take an art course where they couldn't take it before. They'll have course offerings. They'll have the opportunity to take those courses. Um, you know, some of the, the technical programs curriculum is are not going to really change much, you know, to be honest. And that's kind of where, um, where we will see very much of the same remain the same, you know, will be constant um, in the sense of, you know, we're not going to reinvent the automotive program at Vermont or at the Randolph campus where like students that are interested in studying automotive are not going to have to, you know, take an, an immense amount of liberal arts studies because right. it's not, it's not necessary. Right. Um, but you know, they'll, they will have gen ed requirements. Like they'll have to take English classes. They'll have to, you know, and it'll, but it'll be more, um, probably more tech oriented, more career oriented really. And we're going to trim the interview with Brandon Kennedy there and come back to it at a later date for part two. We talked with Brandon for over an hour about the Vermont State Universities, and it seems like we should probably stick with the 20 minutes and we're pushing a half an hour. So we'll rejoin him probably in a couple weeks. Upcoming, we have an interview with Carrie Harlow from VSAC to talk to us about financial aid. That will probably be a two-parter. So there's a lot of good content coming from your CBU school counselors. We thank you for your time. We thank you for your listens. And we hope that this information is worth your while. Please contact us if you need questions answered, if you have suggestions for future shows. We have a lot of good ideas, but we'd love to hear from all of you. Thank you again, and we'll talk to you next week.